We are running down the five worst winter storms in recent Chicago history. The scale, the snow, the element of surprise. What made these storms so terrible? Find out next on Whatever the Weather. I am digital producer Jen Rourke. I'm Phil Schwartz, one of our meteorologists here at ABC7. And what are we talking about today? We're winding down the snow season, thank goodness. So I figured we would talk about the five biggest snowstorms in Chicago history. This is somewhat subjective because it's not based just on how much snow fell. It's based also on the effect that it had. And I decided not to talk about anything before about 1930, just because most of us were not alive. Uh, and the effects wouldn't be as great as uh, what we have seen in recent years. So run down for me what your criteria were. Obviously, you got to look at snowfall totals. But, you know, if you get a snow and it's not that windy, then that's not going to have as big of an effect. Also, the timing of it. Did it happen on a holiday like January 1st? And it, it was it forecast? Then you know it's not going to have quite the effect as if it hits midweek or if it's not even forecast. You look at the extreme effects of a storm. That's what I was looking at in making this list. And all of these are the top five snowstorms as far as amounts in Chicago, but the order of them was slightly different. Number five. And number five on my list was the snowstorm, the Super Bowl blizzard, just about a little over three years ago, January 31st through February 2nd. Getting around by any means is simply not easy. I only live like five blocks away, but it might take me like 20 minutes to get home. Woo! <laughs> and here comes the snow. We ended up with 19.3 inches, which is actually the fifth most snow from any snowstorm uh, we have seen. With many people staying inside, gathering around televisions, watching the Super Bowl, at least traffic is a bit lighter, but it's a busy night for food delivery drivers. Everybody wants you to come deliver to them. They don't want to go out, right? No, yeah. There's even people they order from one block away just to get a delivery. There were over 50,000 power outages. Winds were gusting to 45 miles per hour. We got on the airplane and the de-icing truck froze which is a bad sign. And then after a couple hours, we got off the airplane. Uh, and on just February 1st alone, we had 16.2 inches. Now, what that makes that amazing is that's the most snow we've ever had on one calendar day during the month of February. And that seems to be a favored time. You get to mid-January to mid-February when many of our uh, biggest snowstorms hit. Number four. Number four was January 1st through January 3rd, 1999. Now, the actual snow total was 21.6 inches, which would make it the second biggest, but I'm going to rank this one as the fourth largest because we knew it was coming. It happened especially during a holiday, so everybody was clear of the city. Almost everybody was off, so everybody was prepared and plows were able to get out. Still, the snow was, was created a mess because we had lake enhancement of the snow. So while like in the western suburbs, as little as 8, 9, 10 inches of snow fell, you get close to the lake, there was a up to 22 inches so it was really messy in places uh, along the lake up towards Evanston. Lincolnshire I think reported that the most snow with that and then after that snow ended we had just some brutal cold temperatures fell below zero and wind chills were 20 to 30 below zero so that's number four on my list. Do we ever see deaths out of these storms? Is, is there, are there deaths in winter storms? And if so, what, what causes those types of things? Yeah, you know, obviously you get accidents, but most of the, the fatalities in snowstorms happen with small storms because people are driving too fast. 
there's big accidents. When you get these kind of storms, the number of accidents are higher, but because people can only go 15, 20, 25 miles per hour, you don't get the fatalities like you would with a, with a smaller snow. What used to happen was people would get trapped in their cars, especially in some of the rural areas, and if you didn't get help, you could freeze to death. I remember when I worked in Minnesota about uh, uh, over 25 years ago, there were people who would go off the road. Nobody would know they were there, and it was in the rural part uh, of the state. And if they weren't found within several hours, you could freeze to death. Number three. Now, number three, and now we're getting into, the, the to me, the three storms that are, are the worst. Now, this one was January 12th through January 14th in 1979. We had 20.3 inches of snow officially. That ranks as the fourth largest storm, but this storm caused all sorts of problems. This is also known politically because the mayor at the time, Mayor Belandic, he lost the election because of that snowstorm. And since then, snow removal in Chicago has changed. No other candidate ever wanted to lose an election because they didn't clear the streets well enough, because he lost badly. So it decided an election. We had thousands of motorists stranded because after the storm ended, so many streets weren't cleared for several days. So yes, 20.3 inches is a lot of snow and there was plenty of drifting, but the fact that so many streets were closed, so many cars abandoned, and it really started that whole protecting your spot with shoes and chairs and boxes. That was part of that entire winter of 78, 79 when we had the most snow in history here in Chicago. But it was just an incredibly snowy winter, and that was probably the worst storm of that winter. Was there any storm that sort of made the cusp of the list that didn't quite make the list for you that you had considered? I remember a second storm that hit, if I recall correctly, it was right around the holidays during that 78-79 season. I think we ended up with about 14-15 inches, but what was interesting about that, the city just got hammered. I mean, there was a ton of snow, but you did not have to get far. Gary had hardly any snow out of it. It was mainly rain, uh, even, and even the near south suburbs. And the difference in the city uh, on that storm, the one back in January 1st, 79, was market in that the south side had a real mix of stuff with some accumulation, but just a few inches of snow on the far south side to, you know, over a foot on the north side. So in just the length of the city, the difference was incredible. So that storm, if it had been a little farther south and maybe a little bit more snow would have made the list. There was a snowstorm that I'll never forget. It was January of 1978. It was so powerful I actually did a case study of it when I was in college back at Penn State. The storm was actually centered in Ohio, which means usually you get your heaviest snow about 90 to about 180 miles north of the low. That's right where we were. I'm staying up all night watching the storm, and it starts snowing, and then it stops. I'm like, why is it stopping? And it starts raining. And what had happened, the storm was so deep, it was the lowest pressure ever recorded in so many states, that the warm air got pulled up and over the low. So while it's raining where I am in Flint, it's 34 degrees. In Cincinnati, it's six degrees and snowing, which is 300 miles to myself. I'm like, this is insane. And I'm waiting for it to change the snow. And I'm looking and looking and looking because it has to change. And I'm like, who threw a baseball off the roof? And then I see another one and another. It started to snow so hard. And in two hours, we had seven inches of snow. It was the hardest I've ever seen it snow. 
But that storm, it caused a fair amount of snow here in Chicago, but the worst was a little bit farther south and east. But that was a storm that will stay with me for a while. Number two. I put number two, the January 31st through February 2nd of 2011. Now, this ranks third biggest as far as snowfall totals, but as far as effect on the city, I'd rank this as second. We ended up with 21.2 inches, but I think the main reason this is so memorable is because of what happened on Lakeshore Drive. Before we could see Lakeshore Drive from where we are, we're at that turnaround at North Avenue, if you're familiar with it. But really now, it's very difficult to even see the traffic. The snow was expected to start midday to mid-afternoon. It started late that morning. Uh, they kept Lakeshore Drive open. They figured we're, they, they announced they were going to close it at 5. By 2 o'clock, there started to be accidents on it. The snow really started to pick up. And by 5 o'clock, it was a mess. We had about 8, 9 inches of snow already. It was snowing extremely heavily, and we had some accidents, and motors couldn't get off. The one thing that we also noticed in the last hour is that traffic was moving on Lakeshore Drive, and really, we're seeing very little movement at this hour. And the snow just accumulated and accumulated, and I, I'll never forget, this was just a few years ago. You know, we're talking, what, seven years ago? And they're taking people out by snowmobile. Their cars are there. It wasn't until later the next day that they actually really got things cleared up. And even then, the roads were still a mess. So we had winds gusting, especially along the lakefront, to 70 miles per hour. And if you've ever been driving in any kind of snow, especially if we get a northeast wind, it is crazy along Lakeshore Drive. You might be driving inland, say, just five, six, seven miles, and yeah, it's snowy and the winds are gusty, but they're gusting to about 30, 35 miles per hour. You get along the lakefront, the winds, when you get a system like this, are always so much stronger. So think of those winds gusting to 70 miles per hour. I also remember this snowstorm because of the thunder snow we had. And it was so pervasive. We had so many calls here at the station, and just about everybody remembers the thunder snow. I mean, it was it was like, you know, you're talking winds 70 miles per hour. You're talking zero visibility. You're talking snowfall at the rate of, of two inch plus an hour. It was like a thunderstorm with snow for several hours. Number one. Now for the big one, and I don't think I'd get much argument from anybody on this, at least those people who remember this. January 26, 27, 1967. We had 23 inches of snow. Just two days before the storm, we had just unusual warmth. It hit 65 degrees two days before the storm. Now, the thing about this, as we approach the storm, yeah, there was a forecast for snow, but this was before really the sophisticated computer models that we have today. So there wasn't really a good forecast for heavy snow with this system. So when it hit, it was a bit of a surprise. We had winds gusting to 50 miles per hour. There were drifts up to six feet and snowfall rates of over two inches an hour. So people were caught off guard. There was Cars abandoned on the expressways on the the Kennedy. You could there were just car after car stuck in the snow, and it took several days to clear it up. I remember this because I was about seven years old at the time, but I was growing up in in Flint, Michigan, and I was in uh, about second or third grade. And I wake up and I'm looking out at all the snow and it just keeps snowing and we don't have school that day. And it just keeps snowing and snowing and snowing. A snowplow comes in our street and gets stuck. By the time the snow ends, the, 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 the snowplow was there for three days. We didn't have school for two weeks. And I like to tell kids this because they always get bummed about this. Back then, we didn't have to make up those snow days. So we just had two weeks less school. Kids are always like, oh, that's not fair. But in any case, 
we had so much snow that what we did is there was a drift that went up our driveway to our garage and it went almost to where you could climb on the roof. So we matted down the snow, we got a little step ladder and we climbed onto the roof of our garage and we used our garage almost like a slope for our the little saucers, the sleds, and we would go down our garage roof. It would be about a two foot jump onto this drift and then down the driveway. That's how much snow there was. And that storm, the blizzard of 67, is part of the reason I got into meteorology because I was so fascinated with that storm. And I wanted to know then, what caused this? Why didn't we know it was coming? How could we know that it was coming? And why this storm? Why was it so much more than any other? So that to me, and I think by just about anybody else's measurement, it's the most snow we ever had with 23 inches. It had the biggest adverse effect on people is certainly the number one snowstorm in Chicago history and throughout a, a good portion of the Midwest. I remember the one thing is we drove 50 miles south towards Detroit and they had like three, four inches. So it was one of those things where you get that narrow band of extremely heavy snow and that made it especially difficult to forecast back then but yeah 23 inches january 26th 27th number one all-time worst snowstorm in chicago history bill schwartz thank you so much for running us through the five worst winter storms here in chicago my pleasure really appreciate it love the stories we'll catch you next time on whatever the weather you can find this and more podcasts like it at abc7chicago.com slash podcasts.